Hi again, everybody. This is the Big Idea, Big Moves podcast. This is the destination for high performers. We talk to people from different areas, different niches, and different backgrounds to find out more about um, you know, what success looks like for them. Um, some of the things that have been happening in their space that they're making big moves on, we talk about that as well. Um, and, uh, and try to pull out some really quick, actionable things that uh, the listeners, like you and I, um, can uh, take away and, and hopefully apply to their own, whether it's business lives, personal lives, or, or otherwise. So um, we have uh, two guests today, um, and uh, we're really happy to have them along. Um, just before I do the introduction on them, two quick things. Um, one is, if you've been listening to the podcast for a while, um, we have uh, one of our supporters, Jazz HR, um, is the applicant tracking system that is helping a lot of organizations right now as they begin to ramp up and as, as they begin to um, um, hire people. That's a system that will help them with um, publishing the um, job ads uh, and also tracking the applicants that come in. So it just makes that process a heck of a lot easier, um, has some calendaring functions, things like that. So definitely take a look at it if you're a small or medium-sized organization that is just looking to be able to make that process a little bit smoother. You can do that at www.bigideabigmoves.com um, and uh, just look for Jazz HR, click on it, and uh, and they'll be able to help you out. Um, the other side is that Epitome HR is helping um, a lot of the people who have found themselves out of work right now um, and really trying to figure out how do I um, look at my LinkedIn profile, how do I make sure that my resume is up to speed, and maybe also how it connects to that applicant tracking system type of thing that we were talking about. So um, Epitome usually works with um, the companies on how to put that stuff in place, so they have some tips and tricks that uh, can help you as a job seeker. So um, they have some career coaching packages. Definitely, again, take a look at uh, those. Um, do it through www.bigideabigmoves.com, and, uh, and they can definitely help you out there as well. So with those things out of the way uh, for the start of uh, today's session, um, we have uh, two different guests, as I mentioned. Uh, we have Nicole Pollock and Jory Brown, um, and they own and run an event staffing and brand development company, and uh, that's Cotton Candy Event Staffing, um, or you also may hear they've kind of shortened that in some things too, where it's Cotcan. So we'll, we'll hear about kind of some of the, the techniques behind that. Uh, Nicole and Jory both began their careers in a very similar fashion, fashion and connected well. So this is kind of cool that we get to talk to both them today because um, they were both um, brand ambassadors and performers um, through the Toronto Raptors Dance Pack, Toronto Argos, and from that uh, they kind of partnered um, to build this boutique firm um, that has uh, worked with brands from Maple Leaf Sports and Entertainment, um, Nike, I know Canada Goose and Google, so some really big names in a pretty short period of time. So very cool to be able to hear a little bit about their experiences. So, so first of all, welcome to both of you and appreciate you being here. Hey, thanks so much for having us. Oh, no problem. I, I mean, the one thing that I think is very cool is that um, um, you've been very connected even before you kind of started this this endeavor a, a few years ago now. Um, maybe, uh, you know, Jory, do you want to start and uh, just talk about how the two of you kind of um, um, connected and shared a bit of a, um, you know, a background to, to kind of start this and, and Nicole just jump in where it makes sense as well. For sure. Uh, so Nicole and I spent the majority of our 20s uh, dancing professionally for teams like you mentioned, the Toronto uh, Argonauts Cheerleaders, the Toronto Raptors Dance Pack. Um, and so our, our paths sort of very much uh, mirrored each other's, um, doing the same things at different times. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, the understanding of two things while doing this. Uh, one was um, understanding 
repping a brand, you know, the energy involved, the enthusiasm, being the face of a brand, um, finding ways to connect with people. Um, the second thing that, uh, that connected us was the understanding of our networks, the power of our network, um, the people that we were meeting, continuing to meet. Uh, and uh, we, both, we both really understood um, these two things and what bringing them together could ultimately create, uh, which inevitably did, which is the, the birth of Cotton Candy event staffing. So I'll let Nicole also sort of jump in and sure. share some yeah. ideas. The fact that we were doing a lot of similar things and doing them at different times, we both got a really great perspective on entertainment and how people can impact an event. I mean, being able to work with sports, you see how you can impact a fan, how you can make that amazing experience. So we both really got to live and breathe that and being able to see that from that side of things, we've been able to lean on each other and had a, a very similar outlook and perspective on on how to make an impact and that's how we kind of came together is our, our mutual vision. Yeah, now uh, you've talked about, because both of you about that energy and about making the, the connection that for your organization, that is a huge part of it. I mean, that is the part of it about being able to make that connection. How, um, how do you, when you're going out and, and kind of staffing for these different companies and events, how do you find that special thing that not everybody has? And how do you make sure that it's front of mind for people that work for you as well? Everybody has their niche. Cotton candy, especially in the name itself, is just synonymous with fun and energy and personality. So that's really our focus when it comes to selecting brand ambassadors. We take a lot of time to vet our candidates, do casting calls, meet people, see their personality. And that's how we kind of cherry pick the people that represent our brand is really who stands out, who makes that meaningful connection. You know, everyone talks about the it factor, but in, in being a brand ambassador, that really is important. You know, you can be sampling or connecting with consumers in any type of, of high paced environment, and you need to be able to have a short period of time and make a big impact. So that's really, you know, what we try to watch and see how people do and then select our people from there as those who really made a difference, those who really were memorable. That's very important to us. And I think these are things that Nicole and I really realized being part of these sports brands organizations was the fan to, fan to ambassador, the cheerleader sort of connection and how important that was and how that person made you feel. And I think when we go into casting and we look to grow our roster, it's an energy thing. I like such an energy person. You feel the good vibes right away instantly. And, uh, you know, when we go into these castings, that's what we're looking for. Someone has the most amazing resume, have done and worked with countless different different you know organizations and whatnot but I think right away what connects you is that energy and that's what the brands we do work with look for when when you know someone is handing you a great sample or speaking um, you know some key messaging about that brand they're looking for someone that connects and has that great energy because that's the takeaway when you leave you go home that's what you're going to ultimately remember and and how do you make that connection with because you are kind of that intermediary between somebody else's brand at the same time how do you make that connection well i think it's really cool our brand ambassadors are very passionate about their work that's something that's really important to us so when you get to you know be with hershey's and sampling chocolate or you know with nike showing the newest sneaker we pick people who already have an affinity for those brands who have connected with those brands elsewhere and then can really bring that personal touch to it. You know, if you're 
showing people a newest sneaker, but you personally love them. You're wearing them on your feet. You're telling people, you know, I went for a run last night and I really enjoyed my shoes. That, that's the extra piece that really connects with people versus, you know, somebody who is selling something or, or presenting something to you, but doesn't use or embody themselves. So that's really how we try to select the people for the brands are people who really have a passion for the brand itself or have some personal connection to it. Yeah, I think we, we take the time to really understand what, you know, the brands and companies we work with are looking for specifically. And we understand that we have a roster that is incredibly diverse. So, you know, picking that right person to represent that brand, not everyone that works for us is going to be great on a specific brand. And it's really up to us as that middle person to to connect the, the right individual, the right group of people um, to the right specific brand so they can ultimately you know, thrive and, uh, and do a great job in field. Um, do you have to, time to, Oh, sorry, go ahead. Go ahead, Nicole. Sorry. There was a lot of time to learn what the staff, you know, where their passion lies. It's really important that we have that personal connection to them. So then we know where the best fit is. And, and do you find yourselves having to coach the brands that you're working with very often around how to do that? Or, um, I mean, you, you've dealt with some pretty big brands, some of those ones that aren't quite as, um, as large and are maybe using this as an opportunity to develop their brand. Do you find you have to kind of coach them through how to do that? I would say a big part of the time the brand has a really strong vision and we step in to help them execute it yep. um, but yeah definitely there are times where some you know smaller brands or some brands who want to learn new marketing ways we definitely are able to use that experience to kind of help guide or shape how they do it we can you know brainstorm different options with them to see what's best for their brand but I would say the bulk of, of what we focus on is you know the brand has a really great idea or maybe two options that they're they're looking between and then we we either help execute or help them decide the best route with their vision right and, and now so switching to you as entrepreneurs um maybe uh, uh jory what has been your uh, has there been a big surprise i guess in that transition from um you know doing what you were doing before and going into this is there something that surprised you with being a, an entrepreneur I, I guess it's the, the general, I guess is a general theme is that, you know, I'm very passionate about people and relationships and connecting people, um, sort of the heart that goes in there. And then there's the business, the business mind frame, all the things you didn't learn, right? Your passion and everything is there. But also, you know, it's, it's like you get your, your, uh, your degree, your business degree, like really quickly when you start to decide to launch and become an entrepreneur, you're learning all the things behind the scenes, which uh, you think you so, so strongly can take on, which obviously is the mindset of entrepreneur that you can take on anything, but it becomes a reality check of all the behind the scenes stuff that come into play. Um, I think for us growing really quickly, it's, uh, you know, Love, love dealing with people, but you're dealing with a lot of people and a lot of personalities and understanding how to manage and bring the best out of people at an incredible uh, growth and volume, um, I, would, I would say. Um, is, yeah, all the, all the behind the scenes stuff, uh, the, the finances, yeah, all, that, all that fun stuff, yeah. It's so interesting for us because, you know, we see entrepreneurs and even before we started the business, we look at entrepreneurs and we're like, wow, you had a passion and a vision and you brought it to life. Yep. And then you actually do it and you think, you know, being great in your craft is how you start the idea, how you begin. But then it's all, like Joy said, all the things behind the scenes, you know, insurance and finances and government and, and all these incredible things that, you know, we're, we understand what makes an impact for a brand. 
you know how to you know cultivate growth in a, in a team and a company culture but then it's all the other you know things and it's very interesting like Joyce said how quickly you have to learn and jump into these roles and you know or delegate and how you have to know you know where your your limitations are where you need to lean on other people for guidance so that's definitely, you know, being an entrepreneur, I always say is not just being great at your craft because that, you know, is how you begin the process, but how right. you, you know, learn to adapt, learn and lean on people. That's really, it, it, it's the side of the coin that you don't focus on as much when you start. Yeah. And, and, um, you know, your brand is built so much off of an energy level and, um, having that very kind of positive push from the front end. How do you, um, uh, you know, as, as entrepreneurs, all that back end stuff can take a lot of your time up can also be a little bit frustrating, I would assume at times. Um, how do you make sure that you continue to model that for your employees? Like how do you, how do you manage that yourselves to make sure that you are still that front facing kind of positive, positive high energy person? The, the staff are able to draw that out in us too with their personality, which is really helpful for us because even if we're having a day where we, you know, we're focused on numbers and, and craziness that, you know, isn't really what we love as much, then you get, a, you get to an event, you get in front of the staff and their energy is very, it's very amazing for us to be able to connect with and, and snap back into like, oh yeah, this is why I love what I do. This is the energy that I need to have. And also dividing and conquering, you know, if I'm having a difficult day and, and you know, I can lean on joy to be that front facing person and vice versa, which is really great because, you know, sometimes you, you are in a funk or you have a stressful moment and something, you know, having the two of us is really great to be able to, I can't take this one. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm having a moment. Yep. Run with it, you know, and yeah. we can do that with each other, which is really helpful. Yeah, yeah we've, we've started to grow our internal team, and it's, you know, at the beginning as an entrepreneur, you want to have control, but it's learning that you can sort of relinquish a little bit of control and that, you know, your positivity hopefully uh, resonates with the people that work for you so that you're ultimately growing it with without without always being so on top of it um, but we have some really great people uh, that hopefully have learned sort of our mentality of how to keep energy sort of up there at all times um, you know every event and every brand activation that we work with we sort of um, we will entrust a we'll, we'll designate a team lead and that person is an extension of us so we're hoping to keep that 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 high energy always at top top ultimate ultimate level yeah it's kind of if you build the culture and make sure that you have enough triggers in there to do it that makes sense right um, and and joy you know we're at a time where you know in-person events had probably, you guys probably got impacted pretty heavily. I mean, we, I've talked to lots of people in both sports and in your industry lately, and that's, that's uh, it's just now starting to kind of open back up again and things like that. Uh, why don't you tell me a little bit about, um, you know, how, um, how did you have to kind of deal with that and, and how moving forward, how do you think that will change kind of what you do and how you do it? I think sort of when this all hit, the COVID sort of hit from the beginning, it was sort of panic for everyone. Uh, you know, we're based on events, concerts, festivals, heading into a summer, which is typically like crazy busy for us. Um, sort of that fear of like, okay, like there's no events. What, where are these products and, and, and brands going to get their names out to? Um, but then I think... Uh, you know, there was natural like pressure, like, where are you going to pivot? What's going to happen? And, and I think for us, it was sort of not getting bogged down by all that sort of negative energy and sort of saying, okay, let's take this time to pause and reflect and see what's, what's going to happen. Because at the end of the day, 
product. People are still buying products and drinking and their food and eating and drink, you know, the people are still consuming products. So yeah. brands still need to get the word out. Um, so we sort of had the understanding that it's going to come back in a, in a way it will look different, but it will come back. And I think over the past uh, last month or so, we can, I think generally all feel the world sort of a little bit warming up. I think we're all still very cautious, but there are ways um, that brands are altering their branding experience because I think that human connection is still very important. Digital is, is, is wonderful and it's, it reaches a lot of people, but that there's something unsaid about you know we all love it we all want to go to an event but th there are ways and uh you know altered ways that brands can can find um the opportunities to 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 make that human connection and and like i said the last few months we've been been seeing that trend with the brands and the organizations that we work with uh, modified ways to sample um, safe ways to sample so it's uh it's beginning to feel different, good, but different. And uh, we're positive in sort of seeing where, um, where XM and where it's sort of going to modify and be, but it will be there. Live experiences aren't going to go anywhere. People are going, sporting events will be back. Live entertainment will be back. It's something that people crave. So we see now more than ever how valuable it is. And, you know, finding this time to focus on, maintaining really great relationships with their clients and with their staff that was our first you know oh my gosh okay at first we weren't sure how long this would last and then you know what to do next and we're, our focus really now is you know being out there staying connected with people maintaining strong relationships knowing that like Joyce said, consumer products are still going to happen. Events are still going to come back. And just the best way to you know, stay relevant during this time and to make sure that we make people feel heard and seen and that we're, we're going to be partners moving forward and finding ways to do it the safest way possible. I think that's what everyone's really looking at is, you know, how do we keep people safe? How is the best practices being put in place? And that's really all we're, we're focused on now at this time. Yeah, and, and it is interesting that because people are, have been doing everything digitally for a, a period of time, you do see that um, uh, what might have been novel and, and kind of a little bit, I don't want to say exciting, but for some people it was learning it and having to do all of that. Now it's kind of shifting the other way that people are just craving so much to have some kind of um, um, more personal connection. Um, and, and so that's, it's interesting to see how that is starting to change and a mindset is probably starting to change back as well. So um, another question is that, um, you know, uh, uh, entrepreneurs normally have some kind of mentors or people that have, have helped them along the way. So, um, so I'll ask you both, if you can kind of think of, you know, who is it who um, uh, you either kind of look up to from, uh, from a business standpoint or, or whatever it happens to be, um, but who is it that you think has really kind of helped you uh, in your journey so far? And, um, and maybe we'll start with Jory then. Oh boy. Um, I think, you know, again, we, we really go back to our sport, roots in sports and growing up dancing. Um, some of the coaches that I have had, um, and not in, in business, not, not in a business um, perspective, but just uh, coaches, um, dance coaches, um, understanding a team mentality, keeping a spirit alive, you know, developing a culture have helped me in that sense, take that over to the business side of things. Yeah. Um, so I would say some of my coaches, shout out to all my dance coaches growing up. Um, and I also um, 
spent a, a large chunk working for an entertainment company uh, for a which is a close friend of mine um, and he I'll, I'll shout out uh, Abby from Soul Power really helped me learn um, the business side of things so I think cumulatively those two things you know coaches growing up as well as um, from a, 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 a entertainment perspective business side point of view um, was a, was a mentor of mine Abby Tobias great and Nicole I think that, you know, because Joy and my experience are so mirrored, I have a very similar, you know, outlook on that as well as, you know, being, I think the organization, you know, you walk onto the court at an NBA game and you look at the production and you look at the things that are going into, yes, the sport is incredible, but the fan experience, the people that are there and all the people, all the little pieces that help make that work. I think that's been a, a really big inspiration for, for me and also, you know, being able to dance and growing up and looking at discipline and, and what it teaches you. And also, you know, my, my dad is an entrepreneur. My mom is, you know, one of the most supportive people that when I wanted to do this, I was actually working elsewhere at the time. And, you know, that motivation for me, knowing that I had that support system and, you know, hearing my mom in my ear tell me that she believed in me and that I was going to be able to do it was really, really impactful for me because, it is nerve wracking. It is very different. Sure. And I didn't set out to be an entrepreneur. It's, you know, something that kind of evolved over time. So, you know, having seen the grand productions and then having, you know, people close to me just cheer me on was really, was really helpful for me. And, and it's a very competitive environment. I mean, you're in a, um, a competitive field and all of those things. Um, what, um, what has helped you get through that or, or, you know, is there a, um, is there a resilience that you've had to kind of build up or is it, where does it come from? Yeah. So going back to like the competitive environment, uh, sort of, of like being an entrepreneur in our business, uh, business state right now. But I think we've never really been competitive people in that sense. Um, everyone's, everyone always asks us, you know, who's your competition in the industry? And it's like, I generally don't think there's competition in the industry. I think each person has their unique niche and skill set, and we're all doing similar things. But I think we all bring different, um, a different perspective to to XM and and marketing and 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 staffing. Um, so it's just sort of having that understanding that everyone's different. Everything, everyone has something different to contribute um, in this industry. But allow, allowed us to focus on ourselves and not worry about competition. So maybe that's ultimately allowed us to plow through because we just haven't, you know, dwelled on the competition, the competition. It's just ourselves and what we're, how we're unique in our industry and pushing forward that way. Ultimately, yeah. Nicole, yeah. Yeah. keep your head down, work hard. I think that's something that is really, really important to us. We feel that way. We also, you know, really share that with our staff focus on what you're doing, focus on working hard. We would really like to look at the industry more as, you know, people to inspire you or people to push you. Um, and, and there are so many brands, there are so many events. It's not that, you know, Cotton Candy can do them all, even if we wanted to. So, you know, finding the brands that are best fit with our staff, finding the events that are best fit with our staff and best fit with Jory and I. So obviously, you know, we do a lot in the sports industry. Well, we have a background in sports, so that makes sense. And you know, there might be other companies that have a background in something else, and those events are more tailored to them. I think that you know, Jory and I really, especially growing up and dancing and working with other people, it's just you know, if you cheer each other on and focus on yourself, you'll go a lot further than looking at what other people are doing and and you know, 
letting it break you down or feeling, you know, that competitive spirit. Of course it's there. There are other companies and, you know, if we lose a contract and somebody else takes it, we take a minute and, you know, it's not, it's not our favorite moment, but definitely, you know, knowing that that obviously wasn't meant to be and, and channeling that energy into not missing, you know, the next mark for us. Yeah. yeah. And, and I, I guess that whole piece that we talked about before where you're really, you spend your time building whatever your culture is and whatever your market niche is. And, um, you know, you've, you've been able to, to capitalize that with the other part that um, I think was mentioned at the start is about networks and being able to build your network. And that's probably where a lot of that has come from is your own networks. And that's why you're, you're so connected into the sports and entertainment field as well. Um, if, if you were, so if, um, if you're an organization, let's say, um, whether it's, a, let's say it's a small organization or somebody individually because you are kind of that branding and branding experience experts um, if you were to say kind of uh, and maybe we'll ask kind of both of you um, a couple of um, things that you think somebody could do really quickly just to start to think through how they can build their brand and build their brand experience um, what would they be and and maybe it will start with Jory and then we'll go to Nicole yeah, so someone that's sort of looking to 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 create their brand, um, I think it's obviously sticking uh, sticking and coming up with an image that you feel strongly about. For us, uh, when we started, it was about energy, good vibes, bright colors, and sticking true to that continuously through our marketing, our branding. Um, for us, what we're helping people, uh, these brands do is uh, do that through the power of people. So it's really finding the right people to represent your brand. That's ultimately what anyone's going to walk away with remembering. Um, so uh, yeah, Nicole, if you want to try to jump into, to feed off of that. Just Jory said, so she's saying consistency throughout finding who you want to be and, and maintaining that throughout, which is really important. And I'm going to go even a step further and say, look at all your social media. First. I think that's a really you know, that's how we've been connected today. And, yeah. and you realize that that really is a voice for yourself. It's a voice before you're heard these days. So going through, you know, the different forms of social media that you have, making sure that you're representing yourself and putting yourself out the way that you want to be perceived and actually living that self. So, you know, you, you can't just put up, you know, who you want to be and behave, you know, in opposite ways. So really just putting out the image that you want to to look at that's your, your own personal brand so you know if i'm going to tell the world who i am i want that to be consistent with how i behave in my life and and what i share with people so i think that you know being consistent and really looking at your image as being your own personal brand is the best way to start you know how to elaborate a branding experience yeah, that's great. I, I mean, great advice, especially with the consistency and uh, and also the people, you know, that are representing you as well and being able to make sure that and your social media channel, channels all connect. I, I mean, that's that's great experience for anybody, regardless if it's just kind of an independent an independent personal brand versus something that's, you know, a large organization. It's all the same thing, right? Um, so how do, uh, kind of talking about that, how do people best connect with your organization and, uh, and any other kind of um, media channels just for them to be able to follow the two of you as well. Uh, Jory, so <laughs> make it sorry, easy. I know. <laughs> like arrow, right? Yeah. Like <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, so for us, uh, in terms of, you know, staff joining our roster, we're always looking to cast um, some really exciting faces on, on to add to our roster. Um, we hold, uh, you know, monthly casting calls where we bring people in. We're obviously doing things a little bit differently now with the, yeah. with the pandemic, um, but we do casting calls where it's very important to us to meet and again, get those good vibes and feel that good energy from the potential people we look to bring onto our roster. Um, so applying, um, we obviously ask people to follow our social channels um, at Can Events all across the board on Twitter and Instagram. Um, and there we'll post our, our, our casting notices getting people to get in contact with us there. All the information will be listed. Um, and uh, yeah, social media is, is the way to connect these days. Um, so again, getting people to follow us there and, and come out to one of our castings um, so we can meet them and feel the good vibes. And uh, if they are a good fit, you know, getting them to represent a brand we feel they'll best be suited for. Awesome. Go ahead, go ahead, Nicole. Both our staff and our clients can reach out to us um, on our website, which is cottoncandyevents.com, because both uh, there's a link right there that goes straight to our email, and uh, we really try to stay on top of things and, and be efficient with our time. Yeah, well, I mean, and this is this is great because you get both perspectives, right? The client side and then the uh, the the staffing side. So this is awesome. So it's, it's so interesting how our roles have evolved, and we really, you know, have have very similar takes, but very different avenues that, that we've, we've established. So it's awesome. Yeah. It's, a, it's a good partnership, obviously. So, um, so make sure if uh, whatever kind of podcast um, platform you're listening to, make sure you make those connections. We are going to put them in the show notes. So, um, so if you haven't kind of made that connection or written that down, um, just go on to our website and you'll see right in there all of the links for, um, uh, for the, the different guests and including our two guests today. Um, so that will be in there as well. If you haven't subscribed to the podcast, make sure you hit that button now and, uh, and anytime because every week, we have great guests like this and uh, you know I think you'll be really pleased with being able to take away a lot of really cool stuff every week so uh, so make sure you do that and um, we will uh, see everybody again on Big Idea Big Moves thanks very much ladies we appreciate you being here thank you so much thank you